Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Final Edition Radio Hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books, gentrify neighborhoods, and say they like kale. Please consume responsibly the satire, that is. Hello, I'm Tony Hedra. Welcome to the final edition Radio Hour. My hard-working co-producer, Jeff Chrysler, is hors de combat this week as he celebrates the new year and gets ready to make his new year resolutions. Quite a week for reality this week. Kim Kardashian discovered what reality actually is, and it apparently made so great an impression on her that E put her reality show on indefinite hold. Meanwhile, the ongoing reality show that is the presidential race launched a spin-off, the Desperate Vice Presidentials of D.C., trading insults and insults about insults, a rumble so vulgar and unwatchable it made Jersey Shore look like Downton Abbey. It seems the country's fate is poised on the outcome of an epochal struggle between Duck Dynasty and the Desperate Housewives of Anywhere versus House of Cards and Veep. Now, while we have a great show for you this week, satirizing reality TV is really unreal, so we don't bother, any more than we bother satirizing someone as composed of noxious effluent as Donald Trump. Using satire on Trump is a bit like using an F-15 to unclog your toilet. But there's plenty of other targets, like DIY laser eye surgery, the blessing of third nipples, and what makes Bill Clinton cranky, along with a whole new segment looking back on how our finest satirists saw previous elections. So fasten your harnesses and jump off the cliff with the final edition Radio Hour. Man on the street! Kim Kardashian said she was bound, gagged and robbed at gunpoint in her Paris hotel room. The final edition asked the man on the street. What do you think? Did you see pictures from her from earlier that day? I want to find out if they caught whoever stole her shirt. I mean, like, but what color were the handcuffs? Like, were they coordinated to what she was wearing? Or was it also a fashion crime? Did they find my heart? Because she stole that. I mean, I did not hear anything about this robbery. No, no. How do you like my necklace, though? I just think it's a real publicity stunt. She's all about publicity, and this is just another way for her to get publicity. Uh, I think it's publicity? Why you always correct me, Henry? I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Uh, Not uh, in public! I'm so far on keeping up with the Kardashians, the robbers are my favorites. I just want to say, where were her kids, huh? She didn't have her kids with her? What a bad mom. Those kids should have been there in that hotel getting robbed with their mama. Do you want to go to another cafe? I thought we were going to go to a pube. Oh, okay, wherever you want to go. A nice Irish pube. Well, we'll go, it's, it's a pub, but that's okay. Stop correcting me! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, honey. I'm so sorry. Why do you always think I'm wrong no, I, just I because I went to a public school. Can we make Kanye wear the gag? Welcome to Mantique's Roadshow, where we appraise items of value to men. You there, what have you got for us today? It certainly appears to be vintage. It's a sock. Uh, I've had it for years, uh, in a drawer, on my foot. Uh, Mostly it's been under the bed. Has it ever been in the laundry? Mm, Not that I recall. Well, good. Frequent cleaning would reduce its man worth. 
my girlfriend says this hole makes it worthless. That's why we don't have female appraisers. The hole is part of what makes it such a treasure. I can tell you this. It would be worth more as part of a pair. Cool. I'll look under the bed. That's it for this segment of Mantique's Roadshow. Join us next time when we look at an expired quart of milk that's still totally fine. American Football, 1982. Wow, Craig Morton got hit hard on that one, and he is not getting up. Yeah, well, fortunately, it's just a concussion which means no long-term harm. That's right. They say concussions are good for you. Good old repeated blows to the head. You know, they improve memory, motor skills, and cognitive function. That Craig Morton is a lucky, lucky man. And a lesson to all you kids out there. You can't play football if you do drugs. American Football 2015. And Tom Brady looks a little disoriented after that last play. Oh, man, that could be a concussion. And Well, we all know what that means. Well, according to the new rules, Roger Goodell, commissioner of the National Football League, will come out onto the field and explain why the NFL is not liable. By the terms of a class action settlement, the NFL has immunity from any future concussion lawsuits and does not admit to any wrongdoing. And the crowd goes wild. American Football, 2047. Alan Dershowitz III carefully hands off the ball to Peyton Manning III, and his guards are doing a great job standing just in the way of defense, making it, you know, kind of rude to push past them. Defensive lineman Riddick Cowlane is trying to get in there. He's saying, excuse me. He's saying he's got a sick kid with him and he's got to get through. I don't know if he's allowed to lie like that. You know what? I've, I've had it. What? It's the middle of the play. Look at the intense way they're kind of strolling around out there. This game legally could not get any more exciting. It isn't football if people aren't killing each other. There's there's no point to this. Now Manning has stopped in the middle of the field. He's taking out his cell phone. I think he's checking his messages. Look, I don't care if these guys get hurt. I never cared. It doesn't matter what kind of demented punch drunks they become once I'm not looking at them anymore. Does that make me a bad person? Fine. I'm a bad person. But I can't take this. No, he wasn't checking messages. He was tweeting. It's on my feed. He says, uh, one small step for Manning, one giant step for the Giants. (laughs) That's clever. Somebody on that field is going to get hurt. If I have to do it myself, I'm going down there with a machete in a bag of infected blood. I'll kill a fan if that's the best I can do. And someone is delivering a fruit basket onto the field. We take you to Washington, D.C., where desperate leaders of the Republican Party are holding a seance, trying to get advice from the ghost of Ronald Reagan. Well, here I am again. Gipper, thank God. Uh, our, our presidential nominee, oh gosh, where to begin? Well, you know, I, I always follow the 11th commandment, uh, thou shalt not speak ill of any fellow Republican. Of course, but this man is... What's this fellow's name? You may have met him. Donald Trump. Trump? You mean that douchebag at Studio 54? Yeah, that's him. Really? Hmm. He just didn't seem like the public service type. More like someone who hires a prostitute and talks to her all night about his credit rating. So what, did he become a senator, a governor? Actually, this is the first thing he ever ran for. Really? Never held office? No military experience? No, sir. And you nominated him? For president? Yes. I see. Well, what happened? Turns out he's kind of inexperienced. No kidding. And unstable. Unstable how? He, uh, like, after a debate in the general election, he, uh, there's this thing called Twitter. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, you send messages to a lot of people at once. Okay. Well, he sat up, like, three o'clock in the morning sending out mass messages about some former Miss Universe and calling her fat. That's... why? He... 
seemed to think that it was important. Will, you, you, you can't have that. You, you can't have a major party nominee sitting up all night on his twatter thing or whatever and saying unkind things about a beauty pageant winner. You need some decorum, or, or next thing he'll be talking about his penis during a debate. Why, why are you squirming like that? Well, actually... Oh, you are shitting me. It was during the primaries, and, and Senator Rubio said Trump had tiny hands, and that meant he was tiny somewhere else. Uh, so the next debate, Trump said he didn't have a problem in that area. Wait, 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 back up. Another candidate, a sitting senator, implied Mr. Trump was under-endowed, and this Trump fellow responded on TV during a primary debate. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Does he... Okay, t- tell me about his policies. Well, his tax plan gives more money to the rich. Well, now that's good. That That's that's trickle-down economics. Yes, sir. That's going to work one of these days, you know. Yes, sir. Is he going to lower the debt? Actually, he says maybe we just don't pay some of the debts. Not pay the debts? I, I thought he's a businessman or something. Yeah, but he doesn't always pay people. He doesn't pay people. Right. He's a businessman who doesn't pay people. Right. Who is supporting this person? Well, Vladimir Putin. Uh, you know, the, the president of Russia. Russia? Well, the Cold War is over, you know. Oh, I know, I know. So, what's this Putin like? Is he a funny old drunk like Yeltsin? No, he's an absolute dictator. He had some of his critics murdered. He took back part of Ukraine. He, uh, he was in the KGB for 16 years. You remember the KGB, right? Yes, even with the Alzheimer's, I remember the KGB. Well, he seems to be helping Trump's campaign. Uh, Russian hackers leaked memos from the Democrats. A man named Julian Assange is afraid of Putin, and he's going to release more documents about Trump's opponent. And, uh, well, Trump has directly invited President Putin to interfere some more. Trump openly invited a Russian dictator to infiltrate a U.S. election. Does that look bad? Oh, no, I wouldn't worry about it. People are usually very understanding about this. Of course it looks bad, you dunce. Look, I've made deals with the enemy. I did it probably a couple of times with Iran. But flirting with the KGB is like letting the mafia run your taco stand. You don't get it back. Have any other Republicans pointed this out? Well, you know the 11th commandment. Thou shall not speak ill of any fellow Republican. If Republicans aren't speaking ill of each other, how could one Republican say another Republican has a tiny penis? Is that considered a compliment now? No, sir. All right. One last thing. Does he at least believe in family values? He appeared in pornography. Oh, come on! This is the Office of Emergency Management for the state of Michigan with another tip for saving money in your city. Putting lead in your drinking water offers amazing cost benefits. First of all, retarded children require much cheaper school lunches, so cafeterias can get by day-to-day with just turkey burgers and Hawaiian punch. Second of all, a new generation of shorter, stunted children mean families need less material for blankets, bed frames, and coats. If you need more tips, just call the Office of Emergency Management for the state of Michigan. Remember, there's literally nothing more important than saving money. That was a track from the new album from the final edition and National Lampoon called Are There Any Triggers Here Tonight? Now available on iTunes and at thefinaledition.com. You can also listen to the Final Edition Radio Hour here on Progressive Voices on TuneIn. The Final Edition Radio Hour will be right back. Welcome back to the Final Edition Radio Hour. From the team that narrowly missed out on getting the rights to the hit movie Girl on a Train, the straight-to-Netflix original series, Woman on a Bus. Sometimes I look through the window and see a couple in their apartment looking so in love. And sometimes I look through the window and I can't see anything because someone has smeared ejaculate all over the glass and it's too cloudy to see anything. Woman on a Bus. Sometimes I wonder to myself, what is reality and what is illusion? 
and then a fake Buddhist tries to steal my iPhone, and I remember. Woman on a bus. Where am I going? Where are any of us going? Last stop, Wagstaff! But how can we be sure? Woman on a bus. Did I kill a love rival and scatter her body parts from Malcolm X Boulevard to Fifth Avenue? Is the gym bag on the seat next to me hiding a cooling human liver? I don't give a fuck! Move the goddamn bag! I wanna sit down! All the drama, all the intrigue, all the suspense you crave. Now I know my MTA card's in here somewhere. It's gotta be in one of these pockets, or maybe it's in my jacket, or in my other bag, or... I know, that's what it is. Maybe my disabled child ate it. Could you lend me a swipe? Let me think about it. No. Woman on a bus. Welcome back to Mantique's Roadshow, where we appraise items of value to men. Let's take a look at our next item. Well, this is interesting. It's a small, oddly shaped metal pot. Yeah, it's a nut, I think. Or some kind of washer. Maybe it's like a, a flange or something. I think it's like a serrated hex insert flange bolt. I see. Where is it from? A drawer. I keep it in a drawer with other stuff. And you keep it because... Well, it goes to something. I just don't know what. But wouldn't make sense to throw it away. Of course not. It's a pot. Yeah. A something. Now... My question is, will this increase in value? Absolutely not. It'll never be worth anything. But hang on to it. You might need it. Duh. That's it for this segment of Mantique's Roadshow. Join us next time when we look at pornography that you got bored with years ago. Hey, 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 Abby. Did you take away Bill Clinton's balloon? Uh... Yeah. You took away Bill Clinton's balloon? Seriously, Abby? You have no idea how cranky he gets when people take away his balloon. Jesus! Wow. Look, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Well, you do now. It's that important. Well, yeah! But the balloon was deflating. I know. And shriveling. I didn't think it would be a big deal. Well, it is. He loves that balloon. That balloon is literally the best, funnest thing in his world right now. This is a man who gave up cheeseburgers. He has to wear a suit in the daytime. He has to hang out with his wife a whole bunch. You go get that balloon and you give it back. Right now. I can't. You can't? I, uh, I popped it. You popped Bill Clinton's balloon? Oh my God, this is bad. You popped his balloon and sent him out to talk at a rally? Literally anything could happen right now. Anything! And to summarize, Obamacare is crazy. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. And rallies without balloon drops are no fun. God, I'm sorry. Fix it! How? There's only one thing for it! Get on your hands and knees and blow! The 2016 Olympics this year were a brilliant success, despite the plethora of reports before the Games of many sanitation issues in Rio. The final edition Radio Hour has discovered that the Olympic Committee attempted to make the best of the Rio situation and created some new, yet lesser-known, Olympic Games. 
Good early morning, everyone. I'm Fred Rogan. And I'm Carolyn Mano, and welcome to the official first game of the day here at the 2016 Summer Olympics here at Guanabara Bay in Rio. That's right, Carolyn. The first game of the day will be the much-anticipated feces swim. We're all very excited about this. Absolutely, Fred. You know, 169 million gallons of human waste flow into this bay every day. Wow! These waters must be teeming with disease. You bet. The water is rife with adenoviruses, which multiply inside the gut and cause respiratory and digestive illnesses, including explosive diarrhea and vomiting, but can also lead to more serious heart, brain, and other diseases. Virus levels are at 1.7 million times what would be considered unsafe at California beaches. Consuming just three teaspoons of the water carries a 99% risk of viral infection. Ooh, and I heard there's a super bacteria. You heard right, Fred. Now let's see if any of our Olympic athletes can swim through all these human feces. Okay, here goes, God bless them. Anything for a medal, right? These guys don't even have sponsors. Jesus. Focus, Fred. Of course. Our first swimmer is Gilm Titer from Norway. He sets. There he goes, diving in. Wow, that Olympic staff jumped out of the way when Gilm splashed a little bit on his dive. Wonderful job by Gilm Titer to use the lemon face approach and pulling his swim cap almost all the way over his face to make sure his orifices are feces free. Yeah, but he can't do anything about the penis hole. Wonder what strange stuff is going to crawl up there. We'll find out in maybe hours. Look at him glide. Just immersed in brown and doing his very best to get out of there as soon as possible. Wonderful job. Yes, absolutely excellent. His jump out of the bay was amazing, and his screaming for a biochemical wash was even more impressive. He's going to be tough to beat. But look out, Fred, because the United States is next, and guess who we got? Going for another gold medal, Michael Phelps. Not a snowball's chance in hell. Hmm. Ryan Lochte? Already was in the solo synchronized swimming event here in the bay yesterday. The bay had no effect on Lochte. Well, I'm stumped. Dodd Huberstyke. I never heard of him. No one has. This milk toast accountant from suburban Chicago found that this is the only way he can try to earn an Olympic medal and prove he's worth something to the fraternity that didn't let him pledge 15 years ago. Well, good luck, Todd Huberstyke. There he goes, into the human feces. Oh, what a splash. Oh, no. It's all, like, gravitating to him. Oh, it's all over him. Yuck. Ah, look at that. It seemed to glide off the Norwegian. With Todd Huberstyke, it, it, it seems attracted to him. He's panicking. Oh, no. Uh, it got in the mouth. Oh, it's in the mouth. Oh, for the love of all that's holy, it's in the mouth! We're going to have to burn Todd Huberstyke. get LASIK eye surgery but doctors aren't playing along, then come on down to Donnie's Do-It-Yourself LASIK Eye Surgery Center in Filipino Grocery. For years, doctors told me I couldn't have laser eye surgery because I smoke marijuana and I keep shooting up steroids. So I went ahead and did the surgery myself. And look at me now. I can see right through your friggin' head. Plus, I'm high, and I got muscles. Look at this one here. And listen to these other people talk about Donnie's Do-It-Yourself LASIK Eye Surgery Center in Filipino Grocery. I went to Donnie's once. Yeah, he uh, sold me a bunch of flashlights and kept flexing and talking about how he met Jim Carrey one time. And actually, his Filipino grocery was really good. I got some adobo marinade and banana ketchup, which are kind of hard to find around here. Then again, Donnie isn't even Filipino. The whole thing was very confusing. That's right. I met Jim Carrey. And here's another testimonial. He advised me to stare directly into the sun. On the plus side, that was easily the best Filipino grocery I've ever seen. And they had like nine kinds of fish sauce. That's right. Jim Carrey, the guy in the movies. So come on down to Donnie's Do-It-Yourself LASIK Eye Surgery Center and Filipino Grocery. Like we say at Donnie's, you'll be peeing blood. Donnie's DIY LASIK. Everyone out! There's a live bomb in here! Okay, the room is clear. Great. 
Now tell me what the bomb looks like. It's mid-size and square. Man, it'd be much easier if you were here. We both know I'm stuck down here on the street until I can walk again. You're gonna have to do this alone. I've only ever washed over your shoulder. I've never deactivated a bomb alone. You sure I can do this? You're the best student at the academy, and I'll be right here to talk you through it. I'll have to trust you on that. Okay. First, turn the bomb over. Sorry, turn it what? Over. Yeah. Over. Hello? Can you read me? Over. Yes. Take the bomb in your hand and flip it over. Uh, I'm not getting that last word you say before you say over. The word is over. The word is what? Over. Yes. Yes what? Over. Over is the word. Hello? Are you still there? Yes, I was waiting for you to say over so I knew that you were done talking. Okay, I've never done this alone. Never mind with the walkie-talkie. Over. Okay, okay. Just take the bomb and turn it over. Over. Turn it over twice. Got it. Over. No, just one time over. One time over? Over. Yes, Roger. Who's Roger? Oh, man, is he another one of your students you wish was here instead? No! Roger, I'm, I was just confirming what you said. Do you copy? No, I feel like I'm a pretty unique individual. <sighs> Never mind. Just turn the bomb over and tell me what the wires are at the bottom. Over. Great. Turn it over now. I see red, blue, and green wires. 10-4. No, just those three. No, I was... Forget it. Just cut the blue wire and do it fast before this whole thing blows up and kills you, me, and everyone in a half-mile radius of that building. Gary, are you there? Do you read me? I can't see you. How am I supposed to read you? No, do you understand what I said? Yes, I was just waiting for you to finish. You didn't say over. Ah, just cut the blue wire. Over and out. Got it. Cutting the blue wire and throwing the bomb out the window. No! Ten four. copy that. Job complete. Roger Wilco, over and out. We'll meet again. Don't know where. Don't know when, but I know we'll meet again. When you're curling down the Swiss Autobahn in the moonlight, you want the performance of a Cameron 260 SG with 523 horsepower, keeping you on the road and off the grid. But you don't live in Switzerland, and you don't drive there. You live in Inglewood, California. And when you're poking along at five miles an hour down Interstate 405 by the airport, wouldn't you rather do it in a $200,000 car that burns a gallon of gas every 15 minutes? No, that's stupid. That is a stupid purchase. The guy you see driving in this ad, he is an idiot. The Cameron 260 SG. Please buy it. We have families. We will be back right after this. Thank you so much. Hi, welcome back to the Final Edition Radio Hour. Are you as tired, shitless of this election as we are? Just had it with being addressed by your first name and done for weird little sums of money by people you'd never want to meet from Move On or Emily's List or Breitbart or Newsmax, or some guy running in the 17th Congressional District from a state you wouldn't be seen dead in, and being reminded every nanosecond by every hack in the hackistocracy that this is the most important election of the century, if not of all recorded history. Well, we've got an answer for your anomie. A trip down memory lane to a kinder, gentler time when presidential elections were almost fun and presidential candidates were almost lovable. Way back when, in 2012. Want to win an election? Buy it on eBay! I know! Whether it's a national primary or a statewide recall, Election Bay has the votes you need and the highest bidder wins! Awesome! I'm the mayor of Duluth! And you don't even live there! I never will! Plus, Thanks to the Supreme Court, your bids are completely anonymous. Who really bought the freeholder election in Lace County, New Jersey? Well, I'll tell you who bought it. Eat me. That's who bought it. I'm the one who bought it. Maybe. <laughs> oh, see it, bid it, win it. 
on Election Bay. Election Bay. Hello, I'm Candy Crowley, Chief Political Correspondent for CNN and anchor of State of the Union with Candy Crowley. I'm also the first woman to host one of these debates in 20 years, which is supposed to be progress. Although the only reason I'm here is because of a group of teenage girls who put a petition on Facebook while a brain-dead old rat trap like Jim Lair got to do it 11 times. Tonight, we're at Hofstra University because apparently all the good New York schools were taken. Tonight's debate is uh, in a town hall format with ordinary citizens providing the illusion that ours is a working democracy. But first, opening statements from the candidates. President Obama, there was a coin toss, but you were too tired to call it, so Governor Romney decided to go first, then he changed his mind, and now you're going first. Mr. President. Mr. President? Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Candy. I, I, I appear to have nodded off. But while I was sleeping, I remembered that I killed Osama bin Laden. Yes, Mr. President, that may not be the only thing you killed. Governor Romney? Uh, Candy, I'm pleased to be here. And I'm pleased to be here. And I'm pleased to be here. I'm also pleased to be here. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. Which one of you is Mitt Romney? Oh, I'm Mitt Romney. I'm Mitt Romney. I'm Mitt Romney. And darn it, I'm also Mitt Romney. <laughs> You can't all be Mitt Romney. But we, but we are. are. I, I mean, I am. I'm Mitt Romney, governor of Massachusetts. I'm the Mitt Romney who doesn't care about the 47%. I'm the Mitt Romney who's owned by the Koch brothers. And I'm Mitt Romney, the moderate Democrat from the last debate. <laughs> I'd like to point out that while there are four Mitt Romneys, there are only two President Obamas. The inspiring one who makes good speeches and the dull one who everyone hates now. <laughs> But both of them killed Osama bin Laden. I don't want to cut taxes on the rich. I do want to cut taxes on the rich. I want to cut taxes on the rich, then not cut taxes on the rich. I think Massachusetts should be returned to the states and then renamed Taxachusetts. Governor Romney, this is a town hall format debate, but you have so many personalities, you're your own town hall meeting. Thanks, Thanks Candy. Candy. My, My goal is to have as many personalities as, as the, the Chinese. Chinese. But which Romney would govern in the White House? None. The, the Koch brothers will govern. We'll just be 13,241 figureheads. Wow. I how can all of you be on the ballot? Well, it's easier in Florida. We use very small fonts. We bought the election two years ago. I hate Big Bird. Ask, Ask not, not what, what your Romney can, can do for you. Ask what you can do for your Romney. President Obama, any response from you before you go down in flames again? I'd like to point out that although my poll numbers have decreased by five, the number on my sleep bed has increased by 11. As the first woman in 20 years to be allowed to moderate this meaningless exercise, I'll be excited to start this non-event right after this. The final edition radio hour is closely modeled on the classic satire of the National Lampoon radio hour, which itself grew out of the comedy albums National Lampoon released in the early 70s, which I co-produced with various other editors. Here's an election piece from the very first one, Radio Dinner, which came out just in time for the most important election of the century, if not all of recorded history. Nixon versus McGovern in 1972. And now, Banana Heritage Productions presents How Democracy Works, number 43. The Miracle of Free Elections. Free elections depend upon a free people. From the earliest stages, the voice of the people must be heard at all times. <laughs> <laughs> the 
sorry, boy. This caucus is for us Caucasians. You know how much they got all those holes in his forehead? Learn to eat with a fork. How about you and me going for a little spin? for the presidency of these United States, a 1973 avocado green Pontiac GTO. The representative of all the people responds to the will of the other people. Those cynical manipulators of all that's best in America. Henry, what won't they stoop to? Listen, Dumplink. Thank God it wasn't an imperial. You wouldn't stand the chance. Well, what should I do to combat this infamy? Develop a fender? Grow a grill? Be yourself, Cookie. I got the plot. And across the nation, the voice of the people responds to the will of the people. I'd vote for the Pontiac every time. This baby's got 350 horses under the hood. You need that extra power on today's highways. Anything but Nixon, man. A blender. Anything. Modern technology can record the voice of the people with the utmost precision. Pontiac, 38%. Nixon, 41%. Go get him, Pontiac. Enabling those in power to remain faithful to their oath of office. Now, many of you may wonder why, in announcing our withdrawal from Southeast Asia and the legalization of marijuana, I am wearing these ludicrous headlamps on my ears. Well, let me explain. The will of the people demands the frank exchange of opinion. Mr. Candidate, perhaps you'd give the panel some idea of your general approach. Boy, can that baby hang in there on the corner? Well, I'd just like to say, Harry, that in the accelerating times in which we live, we must not change lanes in crowded traffic. Uh, how many miles should you get to the gallon? Oh, 20, 22 on a long haul. But rather negotiate the just tricky think, curves of the future. If only Kennedy had been a continental, become. he'd still be with us. And if only Roosevelt had been a wheelchair. The will of the people is clear. Adjustments must be made. I'm sorry, Spiro. It's the will of the people. That's right, boss. Spiro, he dance no more on the heads of punks. But tell Spiro one thing, boss, before he waddle up into sunset. Who is new Spiro? Well, this is hard, old friend, but a truck. A four-axle Mack semi. That's good, boss. A truck, he dance good on the heads of punks. In the heat of an election year, however, mere adjustments are not enough. Pontiac, 764%. Nixon, zip! Yes, the will of the people is a cruel mistress. Yet it is in the darkest hour that she teaches her most lasting lesson. <laughs> Why do they hate me? I only want to be president. Blinding! Ja, Herr Doctor! Siegler! Ja, Herr Doctor! Klein! Ja, Herr Doctor! Nofziger! Ja, Herr Doctor! This, the seventh crisis, is something hot we got to plot. Think! 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 Shut think. up! Me, I say, he's got to be a fridge. Give the dummies a clear choice. Nice, 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 Wait, 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 wait. What if a lot of cars he is? Rolls grill, caddy fender, imperial white walls. One of them pimp cars he'd look like. Though? And so, through the will of the people, the representative of all the people is transformed from a representative of none of the people into a representative of some of the people. Democracy at work. Someone's coming. Someone good, someone rugged, someone smooth, someone long, sleek, exciting, powerful. Someone you can slip into as easily as he slips into you. The all-new 1973 Nixon GOP. You want a president with breakthrough thrust, a president who won't boil over when the heat's on. Above all, a president who starts first time in a Cold War. Try the 1973 Nixon. He grips the road to prosperity like a tiger. 
and he breaks, just like a little demon. Join the generation of pace with Nixon. He's all yours. The preceding was a political announcement paid for by the Nixon Mac Campaign Committee. The voice of the people is heard once more. Don't believe it, man. He'll do anything, anything. With the will of the people duly satisfied, the race for the highest office in the land, not a prize, but a privilege, enters its final lap. Here in tiny Buena Vista, California, the Democratic candidate took a definite stand on the busing issue today by forcing seven school buses into a multiple accident. From all over the nation have come congratulations and pledges of support. Hose those kids off the road, will you? You're holding up traffic. In other dramatic developments, the president appointed a Buick to the Supreme Court, announced plans for a summit meeting with a Zopsk limousine, and pledged the vote to all auto Americans. Mr. Nixon himself cruised down to Lot David for a $100 a tank fill-up, accompanied by Mrs. Nixon, now a Chevy Nova, and the seven White House Volkswagens. And so the election reaches a fitting climax. Once more, folks, is a last-minute entry into the Demo Derby. Governor Wallace of Alabama's a 1958 Dodge pickup. And all three contestants are hurtling around this tiny figure eight of doom and destruction. The president narrowly misses the Pontiac, and, and the Pontiac in the pickup. The president comes around again and rear-ends the Pontiac. He's got that extra length, that extra strength, and he rear-ends Wallace, and he tears them both apart again and again and again. Yes, folks, it looks like Nixon in 72. And so, through the miracle of free elections, history is made once more. Do you, Richard Nixon, engine number 5286A76, swear to uphold the oath of office of the President of these United States? Beep, beep. The will of the people triumphs, bestowing upon the choice of some of the people the trust of all of the people, thus guiding the greatest democracy on earth safely down the highway of the future. This program has been brought to you by the Republican Party, a leisure service of IT&T. After a long-fought presidential campaign, millions of people expressed sadness and outrage this morning when informed that the election is still going. Cameron Spacey, a volunteer for Barack Obama's campaign. I mean, you put your heart and soul into something like this. You volunteer your time. You make phone calls for months. After all that work, it's still October. Lance Partridge of the Mitt Romney campaign. I'm not going to pretend we're not disappointed. I was really hoping that by now, it would be three weeks later. We wouldn't be thinking about this anymore. And of course, moments like these are always a disappointment for third parties. Libertarian candidate Gary Johnson. Well, of course, I'm exhausted and disappointed, but I'm I'm just glad it's over. But the election's still on. Pepper, I'm the libertarian candidate. Oh, it's over. In related news, the campaign press corps has been overtaken by a wave of suicides after being asked whether they expected to be covering Hillary Clinton in 2016. After these messages, the final edition radio hour will go to Pi Square. We will be right back after this. <laughs> Pull up your pants, we're back! It's the Final Edition Radio Hour! Today on Morning Fear, is your head too small? Plus a new kind of cancer that's airborne. We have an expert who's heard of it. That's today on Morning Fear! That was a track from the new album from the Final Edition and National Lampoon called Are There Any Triggers Here Tonight? Now available on iTunes and at thefinaledition.com. You can also listen to the Final Edition Radio Hour here on Progressive Voices on TuneIn. Welcome back to Mantique's Roadshow, where we appraise items of value to men. You saw you have what appears to be a Betamax videotape. Oh, it's VHS. What do you think, I'm some kind of loser? Sorry. There's no label on it, though. That could affect the value. It's porn. 
you know, Ass Blasters 15 or something like that. I tore the label off so the wife wouldn't be suspicious. Certainly an unlabeled tape would raise no red flags. But why are you hanging on to this? It's got this one really hot scene with this Asian chick who takes it in the ass. You're aware that we're on PBS. Oh, sorry. Uh, takes it in the butt. And you do know about the internet, right? Eh, digital porn isn't like 1990s videotape. It doesn't have the same warmth. Do you even have a VHS player? No. Didn't make sense to hold on to that. Certainly not. So why not get rid of the tape? Because then I wouldn't have it. I thought this through. Indeed. That's it for this segment of Mantique's Roadshow. Join us next time when we look at that cable with the three-prong thingy that you might just need an adapter for. Gary! Gary! You're up in five minutes. Okay, thanks. (sighs) Okay, Gary. Let's rock this audition. Try not to think about your exposed third nipple. Why do you hate me so much? Whoa! Third nipple? Yeah, it's me. Since when are you able to speak? It's my New Year's resolution. Why do you hate me so much, Gary? Well, I, I don't hate you. You're, you're just weird and unsightly. Weird and unsightly? In seventh grade, you showed me to everyone! Yeah, so? In ninth grade, I grew your very first nipple hair. Remember how I beat those two bastards above me? I remember. But what have you done for me lately, third nipple? You're an aspiring actor, right? Don't you want something to set you apart from the competition? I'd like it to be my acting talent. Everyone's got acting talent. Not everyone has a third nipple. So I should be known as the actor with the third nipple. House to the yes! (laughs) People will be like, who's that cool actor with that amazing third nipple? No one will say that. Picture this. Gary... What's your last name? Hanson. Gary Hanson. Walking down the red carpet at the Oscars. That would be pretty cool. With me out on full display. Doing interviews... Posing with you? Wouldn't that be great? What? No! You definitely wouldn't be on full display, and you definitely won't be taking any interviews. You're up, Gary! Trust in the power of the third nipple! Hi, uh, my name's Gary. I'm auditioning for Shirtless Dermatologist. What's that thing on your chest? Is that a third nipple? Uh, yeah. We'll be in touch. Oh, okay. I've got a good feeling about this. Shut up! Your body's a wonderland. Your body's a wonderland. Use my hand. Give it to me straight, Doc. What have I got? Man, I hate giving news like this, but I'm afraid you have permanent madness. Gee, Doc, that sounds terrible. Not very scientific. How would you know? You have permanent madness. Okay. Well, how does someone get permanent madness? Oh, there are plenty of ways. Did you eat an old parsnip? No. Did you sleep with a shrew's foot under your pillow? I don't think so. Have you ever bathed in the same lake as a sorcerer? Yes. Wait, does a warlock count? Afraid not. Then no. Did you recently make direct eye contact with a newt? Which lizard is a newt again? Did you pick a white rose on the eastern slope of a mountain? (laughs) No, I know better than that. Have you ever walked directly under an owl? Directly under? No. Oh, I know. Are you now, or have you ever been, a woman of any kind? What? That's offensive and insane. No, you're getting it. Well, is there any cure for permanent madness? Nope, it's permanent. Oh. Yeah, kind of a bummer. So, should I, like, start sharing nonstop political posts on Facebook? Yeah, it's probably best to lean into it. Hi, 
Are you tired of working the same old grind day in, day out? Are you ready to jumpstart your career today? Then you should enroll at the American Careers Opportunities College, conveniently located at the intersection of the 10 and the 57. I think we're technically in Pomona. We have all the tools you need to start your brand new career as a dental hygienist, dental assistant, dental x-ray technician, office manager for a dentist's office, plumber who specializes in that little water spraying hose thingy, carpenter who can make those chairs that go up and down, or janitorial services provider, but who doesn't mind the smell of fluoride. Hello, I'm Dr. Sheldon Friedberg. I founded the American Careers Opportunities College to provide on-the-job training for eager young professionals looking to expand their opportunities and earning potential, and not, as some have suggested, in an effort to fill several key staffing positions at my dental practice brought about by a series of embarrassing lawsuits that I cannot legally discuss. I was working two dishwashing jobs just to pay the rent. Then one day, my little girl looked me in the eye and said, Daddy, why do you always smell like lemon soap? Well, I knew right then I needed to do right by her, so I called ACOC and Dr. Freeberg gave me the training I needed to get my life back on track. Now I have a career, washing and cleaning all the mugs and plates used in his waiting room. The best part is that ACOC works around my schedule, and I was able to keep my job as a full-time dentist and take classes at night. Now ACOC gave me the confidence to become what I always wanted to be, that person who stands on the street corners and hands out flyers about where the dentist is. So if you're ready to give your career the cleaning and brightening it deserves, and you can be understanding of a legitimate medical condition called sleep groping, then call our offices today to see if ACOC is right for you. American Careers Opportunities College. I think we're technically in Pomona. Well, that's our show. Thanks for listening to the Final Edition Radio Hour. The voices of the Final Edition are performed by Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hendra, Jeff Hendrick, Dan Vitale, Jeff Chrysler, Barry Lank, John Marshall, Abby Parker, Rachel Rauch, Steve Rosenfield, James Mount, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Rob Miller, Kayla Merrill, Andrew Danish, Leslie Shapira, Ann Tuchel, and Darby Worley. Credit to our writers at the Final Edition Radio Hour, Bruce Cherry, Jim Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hendra, Jeff Hendrick, Jeff Chrysler, John Marshall, Barry Lank, James Mount, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Leslie Shapira, Kate Knowles, Jeremy Rayburn, and Steve Rosenfield. The Final Edition is produced and directed by Tony Hendra and Jeff Chrysler. West Coast production by Barry Lank. Audio edited and engineered by Greg Russ and Andrew Hammond. The Final Edition Radio Hour is the property of the Final Edition LLC. Copyright 2014.